Well, hey there, dry shampoo divas. It's Erin, and I'm here with Jessica. Hey, ladies. And we are creeping into November. So hopefully the rest of you are anticipating the upcoming holidays because I know I am. Yay! But with all the fun and excitement, you may also be feeling a little bit torn as to where to designate all of your family time. Yeah. So I want to start off by asking how holidays were handled by your family growing up, Jessica. How did you handle holidays like with extended family versus just your immediate family? How did all of that work for you guys? <sighs> um. Well, I feel like when I was, you know, a child growing up, we definitely got together with extended families. Like it was just a big family gathering. And I remember that my parents alternated um, extended family time. So like for Thanksgiving, let's say we would have like the main meal with one family. And then I think later we would go to the other extended families for like dessert. So we basically tried to get like both families in on the same day, but would try to break it up that way. And I want to say for Christmas, we like scheduled either a week before for one side of the family or like even Christmas Eve when we could. And then Christmas dinner and whatnot would be with the other family. So my parents definitely tried to involve themselves with the extended family as much as possible. And it was a huge extended family. So it was constant chaos and everything with like cousins and uncles and aunts and, you know, the big meals and the gift exchanges. And it was just like a huge family event. Like we, we were all very, very close growing up. I, but I bet it was a lot of work. I bet it was so much work for, you know, everything to even happen. I didn't see behind the scenes. I was a kid. <laughs> well, I can definitely relate, Jessica. I mean, we both come from big families, but there's a scene in my Big Fat Greek Wedding where she's trying to just explain the ex- like how big her family is. And she just talks about like, we eat and we breed. Like, that's what we do. And that's how I've always <laughs> described my family. We're like loud yes. eating, breeding machines. <laughs> yes. And so my extended family was the same. I mean, both of my parents have a lot of siblings who have then, you know, have their own kids. Um, we went out every Sunday to my grandparents' house and all my aunts and uncles were out there and yes. all of the cousins and everyone would just run around together, which as a kid was a blast. But now that I'm an adult, it just seems exhausting that we were going out there every week. I'm like, how did they find the time right you know as far as holidays went most of the time my family did a lot of the holidays on our own like Thanksgiving was typically just our immediate family on occasion maybe every few years we would go to Thanksgiving dinner with my grandparents they would do like a big extended one with all of the families or every once in a while one of the sets of grandparents would join us for Thanksgiving dinner But there was one tradition that drove my mom crazy when it came to holidays, and I never (laughs) understood why. Every Christmas Eve, my parents would pack up all six of us kids in the car and make the hour drive to my grandparents' house for dinner and gifts. I always thought this was incredible. I mean, as a kid, we got to go down to see our grandparents, get to open our first Christmas gifts, and, you know, just hang out until late. The problem was we never left their house until eight or nine o'clock at night. And my mom would pack pajamas for us knowing, you know, there's a good chance some of us are going to crash in the car on the way home. But ultimately, she was left with six grumpy, sleep-deprived kids and she had 
you know, not much time for Santa to get gifts ready for her sweet boys and girls. So obviously now that I'm a mom, it is suddenly very clear why this tradition was so difficult for my mother. But it's like you mentioned earlier, as a kid, you just can't even begin to have that that kind of perspective on the situation. Yeah. (laughs) So as I stepped into my adult responsibilities, this was something that honestly, Justin and I never even thought to discuss prior to marriage. So when the first set of holidays rolled around, it was a matter of, oh, like, what are we supposed to do? Whose family are we supposed to spend this with? What traditions do we want to carry on? What traditions do we want to start? Jessica, did you ever encounter this? I, I want to say that I did. I feel like I've been married for like a million years. So I don't actually remember like the actual conversations that we had. But I honestly felt like it was just kind of a seamless process. Like because I was raised with like an alternating uh, family thing, that that's just kind of what Sam and I fell into. We just started alternating. And every year we go to Thanksgiving with one side and do the main meal but then we go and visit and have like dessert with the other side and then like Sam's family has always done like a Christmas breakfast kind of a thing and so when we were first married and we lived closer of course we would go and do Christmas breakfast with them but then we would go and do like Christmas dinner with my family because that's what they do they do big Christmas dinner gatherings. I actually like that yours did work out so nicely. I feel like that's not the case for everybody by far. That's that's actually great that you were kind of able to carry on the same thing that your parents had been doing. And I love that you were just kind of like, well, this is how it works, obviously, because this (laughs) is the way I was raised. Yeah. (laughs) I think Sam's family was like the exact same. So for us, it was just like a... Just fall into the groove. (laughs) Oh, that's incredible. Um, It took us a little bit to fall into a groove over the years. So Justin's parents are both remarried, which is awesome. I mean, we love all of our family, but it's just that many more people that we want to try to visit and spend time with. And so sometimes (laughs) we would attend two to three Thanksgivings in a single day. And Christmas was very similar. Typically, we would visit at least two homes on Christmas Day. And then, you know, we were also trying to schedule a few days before, a few days after to make sure we saw everybody. And so over time, our holidays just became busy and chaotic. And I mean, busy and chaotic really sums up me and who I am and my personality. So I was (laughs) I was fine with it. But Justin would always joke by the time we got through a holiday, like, oh my gosh, I need a holiday from our holiday. And that's truly how it was. So after a decade of this, a funny thing happened once we had our son. So keep in mind, we'd been married 10 years before we had our son. So we were pretty set in how we did things. Yeah. But once we had him, not only was it just so much more difficult hauling the diaper bag and getting everything packed up and and trying to nurse or trying to pump somewhere. I just, I flat out did not have the desire to go and do the running around any longer. Like as soon as we had my son. Mm -hmm. And our holidays were already exhausting. But as a new mom that was, you know, (laughs) extraordinarily exhausted, (laughs) having the holiday exhaustion on top of that, I just couldn't do it anymore. I totally feel you there. I mean, one, when we were living a little bit closer and had kids, or I guess just the one, um, we lived maybe an hour or so away and we had one kid and she was like a baby to toddler stage. And so it was just like, all right, 
open up your gifts, hop in the car, let's go to grandma's for breakfast or whatever. And we still just kind of did what we did. But after we moved to Idaho, like it felt farther. I mean, obviously it's farther, but then it was, now we had kid number two. And after we had kid number two, and my daughter Declan was a little bit older, she like wanted to open her presents and wanted to play with them all day, you know? And we spent like the first Christmas like, nope, you open your gifts and you hop in the car and we drive down for, you know, it takes like three or so hours to get there. Your Christmas is in the car, you know? (laughs) Either that or I'm like, okay, well, let's write a note to Santa and tell him that Santa's got to visit us at grandma's house. And, you know, there's going to be 9,000 people at Christmas breakfast and, you know, you might have to try to figure out a time where you can open your own separate gifts from Santa when everybody is opening gifts from like grandma. And so it just became a big hardship. And so finally, I did have to gain the courage to tell my mom that we wanted to celebrate Christmas as a family. We wanted the day to ourselves. We wanted our kids to open their presents and play with them as long as they wanted. We wanted to stay in our pajamas. We wanted to snuggle up and watch a movie together. We wanted just to make it that good traditional holiday family time rather than the chaos that you were talking about earlier. So it was really rough having that conversation. And it's still rough because now we celebrate Christmas and then jump in the car and drive down the next day. And even though no families are getting together, we now have to set up times to go visit everybody. And sometimes we miss people and gift exchanges are delayed and it's a little bit more work down there. But sometimes that opposite effect of having just that Christmas day as a family has really tipped the scales for me. (laughs) It's made it kind of worth it. And if my mom's listening to this episode... (laughs) You know, sorry, mom. (laughs) (laughs) I think your mom could definitely understand, though. I think there's something about just being able to really focus on your family and just have those special moments where you can actually sit down and see their kid, your kids open their gifts and, you know, see their faces and everything. So I definitely think that you're not the only one. Following up on my mom's situation... After years and years of going to her in-laws on Christmas Eve, my mom had finally had it. And so similarly to your situation, she finally just put her foot down and just said, I am not going to make the trek on Christmas Eve clear down there anymore. And... You know, for her, it was stressful. She was coming home and it was it was very important for her to have a clean house on Christmas so she could just kind of relax. And I mean, she was staying up until all hours of the night, just getting stuff ready. And so I think when she finally just let that go, I think it was just a huge burden off of her shoulders. And she decided to kind of start a new tradition with our family. And so she would do a really nice dinner. And I'm definitely not saying everybody needs to go this fancy. My mom's just a real classy <laughs> lady. Um, but I mean, she's, she does this dinner where she does like a five course dinner and she plans it, you know, for weeks to get ready for it. And we have had all sorts of incredible dinners. She sets the table just super fancy. We are not fancy people, but she sets the table with like, God, 
goblets and she pulls out the nice china and we would have a nice dinner and then she started at a very young age we all the siblings did a sibling gift exchange and so it was kind of like a secret santa thing you you know nobody knew who the other people had and so on christmas eve we would swap gifts and that was such a cool experience to have with my siblings like those are some of my favorite christmas memories and it's crazy to think that I may not have had those had she not just said enough is enough. And, you know, we would still find time to go down and see my grandparents. And, you know, we still somehow found a way to make it work. But it's just incredible to me that she decided, you know, midway, nope, we're going to do our own family tradition here. So one thing I really want to emphasize as part of this episode is just don't be afraid to be clear with your needs. You know, once we had my son, we decided we didn't want to pack up and run around anymore. So we basically welcomed anyone who wanted to come and visit us on Christmas Day or any other time during Christmas break. And my son loves it. He loves having everyone come to our house. He loves being able to run around and show them everything that he opened. And, you know... I think it was last year that, yeah, I think it was last year he got a little Tykes car and that was like his big thing. And I can't imagine having to haul that to the grandparents' house because it's like he refuses to leave at home and that's the thing he wants to show his grandparents. And so for us, it's been really great because, you know, the grandparents can come and see our Christmas tree and kind of experience his Christmas that he's had. And all of the grandparents, when we told them, were super understanding about it. I I think they really understood where we were trying to go with our holiday season. And I know a lot of couples who have also made the rotating holidays work well. I don't think you have to feel like you have to cram everything in. I think most relatives are going to be really good if you just, one, communicate the reason behind why you've come to the decision. Like, I think if you communicate, this is stressful for my family, it's stressful for me, it's hard for my kids, I would hope that they would be very understanding about that. Yeah. No, I definitely think it's hard enough to ask for a boundary to be put in place. Sometimes the hardest part is just working up the courage to have that conversation, though. And so, yeah, just think through the best way and and come about it in a very caring way. And I think just making sure they have options of other times that they can still have an opportunity to have those special moments with your family is really important. Another kind of funny thing that my mom started doing, so as my siblings got older and they started to, you know, get married and and they weren't with us every holiday, it was it was just harder to get everybody on the same track as far as every other year. And so it felt like people were constantly kind of missing each other. And so my mom started making these big deals out of silly holidays. And I love it. It's basically she has made her own holidays. So she has no competition <laughs> is probably the best way to put it. And so like St. Patrick's Day at our home is like a big deal. I mean, she makes like a full Irish meal and she puts gold candy everywhere and we listen to Irish music and it is like it is a very big deal and it's such a fun thing to attend and it's nothing like I would have ever thought to do but it's it's like a fun tradition now and she's done that with a few different holidays where it's like Like one year we celebrated Canadian Thanksgiving because it's on a different date. And, you know, my brother lived in Canada for a while. And so that was just something that was fun and different. And we knew everybody would be able to come and we didn't have to worry about trying to balance that in-law situation. And so I think 
like don't be afraid to think out of the box to come up with a solution like that to where you can still feel like you connect with your family but it's not in this pressure box of trying to connect with your family all of your extended family all on the same day yeah no I love that I mean think about like what Christmas really is about is it a day where you're required to visit every single person what's any holiday about you can take say the 21st of September, and you can turn that into Christmas if you want. You can exchange gifts and you can have a big meal and you can make it like your Christmas day without it actually having to be Christmas day. I love that. I think I'm totally going to do that. I'm going to be like the funnest grandma, Erin. You just wait. (laughs) I mean, like two years from now because I'm already 90. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I actually just went to a 21st of September party and it was just a dance party where we were listening to the song by Earth, Wind & Fire. And it, I would never think to have a 21st September party, but I believe that was her ninth annual party. And it it was so incredible. And I think the thing is people are always looking for an excuse to just get together and, you know, enjoy one another's company. It's just hard when it's like stacked all up at the same time. So like I said, don't be afraid to think of something, you know, out of the box or something a little bit different. And the other thing I really want to stress as part of this episode is exactly it's spot on with what Jessica was just saying. Holidays are meant to be enjoyed. Holidays were never meant to be this pressure cooker of anxiety and worry and stress and guilt they're meant to be enjoyed. They're meant to, to be a time that we can spend time with our families. And so, I mean, inevitably, there's going to be some stress and chaos. But if you can have any of that taken off of your plate, get any support. Don't be afraid to reach out for support anywhere you need to. So I'm going to give you a couple examples of that that you should not feel guilty about at all. If you need to order a catered meal for Thanksgiving, own it. You know, if you need to call up Cracker Barrel, or I think there's actually several places that do it. If you need to go pick up a fully cooked Thanksgiving meal so that you don't have to spend hours in the kitchen, you can just hang out with your family and enjoy their company. Go for it, girl. If you need to bring in a company to help you clean your house the week before Christmas so that you don't have to stress over that, or if you need to just have a messy house when people come over to see you for Christmas, permission (laughs) granted. Also, I believe that there's a good reason, like there are doors in homes for a reason. So you close whatever doors you need to close. (laughs) (laughs) If you need to go out for one of those meals, like I know a family that goes out for Thanksgiving dinner every year because then somebody else handles it. Somebody else handles the dishes. They don't have to worry about anything. Everybody leaves afterward. They clean up, they go. And so if you need to just find an option like that, just to take some of the stress off of your holidays, do it. Oh, I agree. I mean that in like all reality, whatever type of support you need to make your holiday feel like a holiday, you deserve that. Because I think too often holidays just become they almost become triple the workday for a mom. You've got all your regular responsibilities, but then you've also got all of this holiday stress piled on top. Would you agree? Yeah, I was just thinking because of COVID, we decided not to go down for Thanksgiving in the year 2020. So we decided to have Thanksgiving at our house and having that conversation with my spouse about like, well, what do you want to eat for dinner? Because, you know, Thanksgiving, you got to have that turkey. And I'm like, yeah, but do either of us really, really like turkey? Like, do I have to cook an entire turkey? Or maybe we could just have steak. 
or maybe we could just have a pizza or maybe we could just make and it's like <gasps> freedom you don't have to have <laughs> turkey and potatoes and yes those things are delicious and yes those things are great but if that is causing you stress get something different cereal for thanksgiving why not i'm sure you could make them into the funnest turkey shape or like rice krispies in the shape of like a turkey and then just have like a candy holiday i don't even know but like make it less stressful it's tradition but tradition it should be because they're great memories not tradition is something that is a requirement that has to be done why are you glad? Hopefully you can me? hear that in the microphone. But I agree. I think we have to get the again, I know we've been talking about so much to do with mom pressure, but all I'm trying to do is get you guys to break out of this mold of what other people expect of us, but more than that, what we the expectations we have put on ourselves and the pressures that we have put on ourselves because there is I'm gonna say it again. I know we said this, you know, multiple times in other episodes, but there is no right and wrong way to mom. And so if as a mom, you just need a break for a holiday, then you figure out how to do that. I knew one mom that did a gift bag Christmas because she was like, I am not about wrapping. Like, skip that. I don't have time for that. And if you need to have a gift bag Christmas instead of a wrap Christmas, go for it. I'm giving you permission to make your holiday a holiday. So whatever that means for you, own it, do it, find a way to actually enjoy your holiday. There you have it, ladies. So buy yourself some paper plates, get yourself a catering menu, and have happy holidays. We want to be a part of your adventure too. So submit your topics, questions, or silly stories to us at motherhoodadventurepod at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Become part of our mom tribe by following us on Facebook and Instagram so you don't miss a mess-filled mom moment. Thanks for joining us through our journey of tantrums, triumphs, and teamwork. Till next time.